Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. I am so excited to be with you today. I'm so excited to share this revelation of the authority of the believer because we have been given so much authority. I'm going to show you some things today that I hope that you know are in the Bible, but if you don't, maybe it'll enlighten you a little bit today to some truths of God's Word, to some truths of the revelation of God, and it'll open up our eyes to how much power and authority God has given us. Now I want you to go to Matthew chapter 28, 18 and 19. You can also find this at the end of chapter 16 of Mark. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on the earth. In other words, Jesus came down from heaven with his heaven reign and heaven authority, 100% deity and 100% humanity, manifested himself on the earth. And then he said, go therefore... Go therefore, when you see therefore in a, in, a, in a scripture, you need to find out what it's there for. Go therefore. In other words, go therefore. Go, go back to this and pick up on that. In other words, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. In other words, go therefore means I'm going to delegate that authority to you now, and you're going to make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So the word authority means delegated power. Now, I want you to understand it this way. You've got a policeman. What's the difference in authority and ability? Okay, the, uh, a policeman has authority because he has a badge on. Now, you know a policeman don't have the ability to hold a, a six or 7,000 pound car back. But he has the authority because of that badge. He'll put up his hands, and that means you've got to stop. If you don't stop, then you're going to get a citation for not stopping. Well, that's, that's the difference in a power and authority, I mean, authority and ability. He has the ability. He don't have the ability to stop that car, but he has the delegated authority to stop that car. And now we recognize that that delegated authority that was given to Jesus in heaven and on earth has been delegated now to me and you. And he said, now, there, go forth and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the word authority means delegated power. But I want to show you Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. And, you know, most people have never seen this, but I want you to, let's read it. And Jesus summons to him his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority over unclean spirits to drive them out, to cure all kinds of disease and all kinds of weaknesses and infirmities. Now, Jesus gave these 12 guys the the, the delegated power and authority. Now, you got to understand something. These guys in, in Matthew chapter 10 were not even born again because Jesus hadn't died and resurrected yet. But Jesus gave them delegated and gave them power and authority over unclean spirits to drive them out to cure all kinds of disease and all kinds of weakness and infirmities. Infirmity means inability to produce results. So we see here that he's given, given these guys power and authority to, to, against unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure all kinds of disease and all kinds of weakness. But now let's go down to verse 7 and 8 of Matthew. And it's Matthew chapter 10. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In other words, the kingdom is not here yet, but the kingdom is going to come because why? Because Jesus is the kingdom. He said, now here's what I want you to do, guys. I want you to cure the sick. He didn't say pray for the sick. He didn't say anoint the sick. He didn't say battle up with the sick. He said, cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leopards, drive out demons, freely without pay you've received, freely without charge give. In other words, 
He's saying, guys, I want you to cure the sick. I want you to raise the dead. I want you to cleanse the leopards. I want you to, to drive out demons. I want you to do all the things that I've given you here. I want you to cure the sick. I want you to cure them, guys. I want you to do away with the sick. In other words, I don't want you to... He didn't say pray for them. Think about it. Maybe it'll work. He said, I want you to do what? I want you to cure the sick. Now look at Mark chapter 3 verse 13 through 16. And he went up to the mountain. He called to him those he himself wanted. And they came to him. Then he appointed twelve that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out demons. Simon to whom he gave the name Peter. So we see here, he said, guys, I've given you power and I've given you authority to go out now. I want you to go out and I've given you the power to heal sicknesses. I've given you power to cast out demons. And I've, I'm Peter, Simon, I'm changing your name. Simon means a, a wheedling, we, uh, a weeping weed or reed. And, and the word Peter means a rock or petro. It was Peter that he gave the revelation. Peter, he said, who do you say that I am? Peter said, you're the Christ. He said, on the gates of hell not shall prevail, but this is what I'm going to build my church on the revelation of who we are in Christ. It's a powerful revelation when we can grab a hold of that revelation. So the word power there means, in the Greek means that he's given him the ability, the ability to heal the sick and to cast out devils. So he's given him the authority to make this thing happen. That's what he wants from us today is to, to use the authority that's been delegated to us. That's the beauty of grace.